today we're going to try something a little different. We're going to talk about 10 video marketing tools we recommend. Renee, are these the end-all be-all or are these just good tools? I would say they're just good tools. I love getting recommendations from other video marketers and video producers. And I think there's there's always something new that you can learn and always new tools that you can use to sort of streamline that process. It's time for the Video Marketing Value Podcast. This is the podcast where we help marketers and business owners just like you get more value out of your video marketing efforts. My name is Dane Bolden from VidiUp.tv, where we help you up your game on YouTube for business and transform your viewers into loyal customers and VidTarget.io where we help you drive higher quality leads and sales by reaching your ideal clients one-to-one on YouTube. We talked about that on the podcast last week, along with my co-host, she's the powerhouse video marketer from San Francisco. It's R-E-N-E-T-E-L-E-Y, Renee T. Lee from Video Explained. Hello, Renee. Hello, Dane. Today, I am happy as a dog with two tails to be co-hosting this podcast with you. But are you thrilled? I'm thrilled. I'm delighted. I am all of the things. She's all the things. And Renee, what do you do at Video Explained? Speaking of all the things at Video Explained, I offer video production and consulting services to help companies generate leads and convert those leads into paying customers with video. That's that's so nice. You know what? I, I uh, was speaking with one of my clients today and they say, you know what? I was a consultant once and I'm so appreciative of all the prep and good work you do with us because I know how hard it is a consultant. And I know, Renee, you work very hard to help your clients with your consulting. And, you know, sometimes when you hear that, you just want to share it because I know that your clients are thinking that whether they say it or not. And we both work really hard on to help our clients, don't we? Absolutely. You know what? That was really heartwarming. Thank you. It was. I appreciate that. Yes, we both work very hard for our clients. Absolutely. We really, we really give our best. And that's why I love joining with you on this podcast is I think we have good energy. We're sincere. We're hardworking. And one of us is smart and that's you. So moving on. I thought you were going to leave it open-ended and just say we don't one know of us who is smart. It is. We don't know who. <clears throat> and I wanted to remind you, the listener, that you should always know. You can follow along on your podcast app with the transcript and the links. And please do share or review us. You just click generally those three dots. If you see three dots somewhere in your app, that's often what helps you go to the area where you can share or review us on your app. And today we're going to try something a little different. We're going to talk about 10 video marketing tools we recommend. Renee, are these the end all be all or are these just good tools? What do you, how would you position this? I would say they're just good tools. I mean, I think there's sort of an endless amount of different uh, tools that we can recommend and other people can recommend, but I love getting recommendations from other video marketers and video producers. Um, and I think there's there's always something new that you can can learn and always new tools that you can use to sort of streamline that process. So yeah, we're just gonna share some tools that we really enjoy using 
Um, hopefully this is not the last time we do one of these episodes. So would love to know if this is uh, helpful for you guys. Um, but let's get started. Let's recommend some tools. Yeah, I mean, between the two of us, I have a list of tools I could possibly go on one of my lists that's that's several hundred things long. But these are just 10 that I wanted to talk to today. But let's start with you. What is your first tool? So my first tool is a tool that I use uh, very frequently. And I love it. I've recommended this before, I think even on the show, but I'm going to do it again. Um, it's a subscription service called Soundstripe, and it's specifically for audio that's meant for video. And one of the things that I love about Sound Soundstripe, and there's many other tools out there that do this, but I like it because it's it's really easy to find the type of music that I'm looking for. So you can search by genre, but you can also search by mood. You can even set different parameters like how long the audio needs to be. So if you're looking um, you know, for a very specific uh, type of uh, duration for your video that kind of fits with what you already have, you can look for a specific duration. Um, so it's really great. I love it. What if you're hungry? Can you look for food that relates to being hungry? R r r songs? Now you're really testing me. So I have never looked for... Um, <laughs> Uh, definitely not a mood of being hungry, but I bet you if you were looking for a song with lyrics, which I don't normally do mm -hmm. for my videos, but if you're looking for a song with lyrics, I bet you could probably put in the word like hamburger or whatever it might be, or even hungry, and maybe something would pop up. <laughs> Leave it to you to test that though. <laughs> yeah, I asked the weird questions. Did I, ever, did I ever tell you about the time I was in Scotland and I talked to this guy who was working in the shop and I was... Um, being American, I was like, hey, how you doing today? And he goes, I'm angry and tired. <laughs> but, and he also sounds like a pirate. <laughs> I'm angry. That's my Scottish accent. I'm angry and tired. But I realized later he wasn't angry. He was hungry. And I, and I heard him wrong. So, so my tip, uh, my first tool, video marketing tool, is rev.com, R-E-V.com. We're going to have links to all these in the description, like I promised. I promised the links, and you will get them. And rev is for transcriptions. And, you know, I think in words, um, rather than images or music and things, I'm just about words. And rev realizes that words are so integral to video on, on multiple levels, you can do transcripts of your YouTube videos. We use it to transcribe these podcasts. But even, you know, when I'm working with clients and we have a back and forth of um, editing a script, we have a new process with one client where they read the script just off the top of their head and then we transcribe it and then we'll turn it into a version of a script and then they re-edit it. So there's a intermediary process of just transcribing something. What do you think of that, Renee? I think that's a very unique process. It's definitely not one that I followed. Um, so that's, that's really interesting, but Hey, whatever works for you. Um, yeah. I love rev.com though. I, I use it for all of my videos, especially if I'm posting something to LinkedIn because I take the transcribed 
file and basically burn it into the video so that the uh, captions or transcriptions are uh, displayed regardless. Like, there's no way for someone to turn it on and off. It's just part of the video. And I think they do such a good job. Um, and I think it's very affordable for the service that they offer. So it's one of my one of my favorite tools for uh, transcribing and really the only one that I use. And what is your next tip? So my next tip is Envato Elements. Ooh. So Envato has a bunch of different products. Um, they have different subscription services as well. I specifically like Envato Elements because it's you pay one fee and you get access to all of the assets available within that product. And they have stock video, which I don't use very often, but they have stock video, they have audio. But what I typically use it for is uh, illustrations and also um, any type of like motion graphics templates. I'm not a motion graphics designer. Uh, if I'm going, I know a little bit of After Effects, but if I'm going to do something like that, it's going to take me a really long time. And so I like using something specifically from Envato Elements to at least give me a starting point, if not really just the full thing. And I'm just editing a couple of little things on it. So it's great for if you want lower thirds, if you want transitions, um, if you want some animation to show for B-roll to kind of illustrate what you're talking about in the video. Um, and you don't have to pay for each individual asset. You just pay a monthly fee and you get access to all of it. Wow. So I love it. I use it a lot. I'm going to get what that. Is, what, is, uh, what is your next recommendation? It is Splashio. What does Splashio do? I've actually met the founder and I totally forget what they actually, what they actually do. I'm not going to tell. The, <laughs> of course I'm going to tell. That's what this whole show is about. The Splashio is a great tool created by Gideon Shalwick. And he, um, he built this tool so that you could take your videos and turn them into clips with burnt in uh, captions. And they do it manually so to make sure the captions are right. It, there's some tools that are more automated that do this, but... They have a couple of templates and you send it to them and then within a day they send it back to you. And And my approach generally is to make 60 second or shorter clips of my YouTube videos to post on social. And I go for the version that has sort of a title, a static title above and a, it's letterboxed and then the captions below. And, and there's a couple of things I just wanted to add as tips. I request that the captions start be already on screen in the first second, even if the voice doesn't start in that very first second, because I feel that people are scrolling by so fast that the, that caption is going to be really, really important. And I also tend to use a clip that almost feels like if it loops there, the viewer is not sure that it's actually not the beginning again, so that they may watch it two or three times. They're like, I feel I've been watching this already before, but the way it's encapsulated, it could be a loop. Does that make sense? It does. And I'm going to backtrack what I said before. I have not met the founder, but we have emailed because I did look into using Splashio because mm -hmm. essentially they do exactly what I do manually with my rev.com transcriptions. Right. So I take that and I turn it, burn it basically into the video, turn it into a square video for LinkedIn. 
Splashio does that automatically. That's the service that they offer. So um, it's really great, especially for someone who is not using a program like Premiere Pro and doing it themselves or you just want to save some time. Um, so, yeah, I haven't used it personally, but it seems like a great service. Because you're a nerd. You're a nerd. <laughs> nerd alert. Nerd just alert. a little bit. <laughs> and and um, what is your next tool? My next tool is TubeBuddy. So Yay. I cannot recommend them enough. You know, I think it's just uh, TubeBuddy. For those of you who don't know, it's um, interesting. I don't exactly know how to describe them because they offer so many different things. But essentially, it's helping with keyword research for your um, uh, YouTube videos. They also have some productivity tools. So you're able to moderate comments through TubeBuddy. You're able to um, schedule different posts and do bulk updates to your YouTube channel. So lots of different tools that are kind of available uh, through TubeBuddy. And they also have, a, they also offer a, a fairly new product that's called Channel Reviews. It's, um, it's through TubeBuddy and basically you, uh, it programmatically goes through your YouTube channel and makes recommendations on what to do to improve it and make it better. So really great tool. Love the company. Um, also just an awesome team. So they have a great team. Yeah, lovely people. And that's T-U-B-E, like YouTube, buddy, B-U-D-D-Y. And my next tool is remove.bg. I'm going to ask you to tell me what it is, Renee, because I've told you what it is and then you liked it. So what do you, how would you describe it? Yeah, you know, I tested it out before and I don't know which way, I don't remember which way you use it, but essentially it's removing a background, I think. So you have a That's picture right. of yourself and let's say that you just want an image of you, but you don't actually want to go through the work of getting into, you know, Photoshop and cutting yourself out of a photo. You can use remove.com and it'll remove the background and then you're left with an image of yourself that you can um, superimpose on a number of different backgrounds, which is especially helpful for thumbnails. Oh my gosh. So yeah, I, for years I would, I was trying to do it myself. I would send it out to other graphic artists to do this. Um, and particularly I, I, this is somewhat embarrassing, but as someone who's bald or, or nearly bald, having a well-shaped head is the closest thing I have to having hair. If it, if it, um, if I can't have hair, at least I can have a round head, but I can't have it if I can't cut it out properly. So it, 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 it bugs me when there's little jaggedies on my head. So, uh, I insist that the people I work with use remove.bg and it is so simple and it is so affordable you just drag your image and it just sort of knows what to remove as a background. Usually you do it with a human image, but if you did it with a horse or some sort of image that's in the foreground, it works for those too. And if you're making YouTube thumbnails where you're combining a collage of things, this can be a huge, huge time sink and remove.bg really solves that problem. You know, that's really interesting that you mention that um, you want basically a nice shaped head. A so beautiful dome. <laughs> a beautiful dome, yes. So I usually think that it's easier for um, p 
people with short hair or not a lot of hair to yeah. uh, do like, you know, for for cutouts or green screen or something like that, yeah. because I, I typically think that it's harder when you have hair, especially long hair. Um, so it's interesting to know that there's challenges on both sides. Well, this also works great even if you have a woman with um, really curly hair or even like – I know frizzy is not what anyone technically has because that's such a negative term. But let's face it. Some women have frizzy hair. I uh, have frizzy hair. I'm going to own up to it. Not. It happens. <laughs> but, but, but what I mean is, is wafts of hair that you can sort of see light behind. And that's almost impossible to do using a by hand unless you're sort of a a Photoshop a little bit better than I am. So, what this tool does it in a second, and it does it in a second. And sadly, it's going to put a lot of uh, cutout artists out of work. But uh, good is, thing is, it saves me time. Is that a thing? A cutout artist? It's, is I, that made, a I just made job? it a thing. Well, it is on Fiverr. Well, that's funny. There, I mean, there's definitely a need for it. So yeah, that's, I, I've done my own and it's time consuming and, um, yes, it, it definitely takes me a while. And sometimes I don't do as good of a job as I would like specifically because of my hair. That's a little bit, uh, difficult to work with. So I am going to try out remove.bg. It, mm -hmm. um, you mentioned it to me before and I was okay. impressed when you mentioned it then and I sort of forgot about it, but, uh, you so told me you were using it. This, I think this was untrue. You were just being nice say I was using it. I said I should use it. <laughs> What's your next tool? My next tool is ClickUp. So ClickUp is, it's a project management tool. And I would describe it as sort of a Trello alternative, sort of, um, so it's like Trello, but with more project management capabilities. And so I've used a lot of different tools. I've used Asana, which I know you use. I've used, um, Airtable. I've used Jira, lots of different products out there. I really like ClickUp. It's easy to use and it has at least so far. So I'm, I'm a new ClickUp user, but so far it has all of the functionality that I need to manage all of my projects with a team. So it's been, it's been great for me. I'm investigating it and, uh, it's looking promising so far. We may switch over from Asana not 100% committed yet, but I'm. It seems to have almost all the things I want, and and sort of imp more importantly, in the way that I want them, and that's that's the key. Is it do the features work in the way you use them rather than just having the features? Yeah, I would say um, something that is a pro and a con is that you can do so many different things with it. And which is great because I can get things specific to how I want them. It can also be a little bit overwhelming for someone who's new, especially if you're new to project management. Um, and so I do recommend starting with a template or watching a webinar because there is a learning curve to it. Okay. All right. What's your next recommendation? Well, this is not quite like ClickUp, but it's a it's a tool for collaboration on creative production projects, specifically video, but also you could do use it for podcasts or graphics. It's called Whipster, W-I-P-S-T-E-R. And you, you can think W-I-P as work in progress. And the, there are other tools that 
you can analyze a video and give, for instance, if you're working with an editor or you, if you have a, a, te- a marketing team and you want more than one person to give feedback to the editor and so forth, you can each add comments right in the video. You can, on this tool, you can click anywhere on the screen um, you can reply. You can even add some images to say, hey, do an image like this, and you can add that in a comment. So I really do like this tool for a number of reasons, not just because you can click anywhere, but also because you can do other creative projects. You can get other team members that just access certain projects. And um, one of the other bonuses, they're based in Portland, where I live. And they're from New Zealand, but they moved to Portland. And uh, you got to be cool if you're in Portland. So you glossed over this, but it was um, one of the key things that I'm missing from my the tool that I use right now. I use Frame.io. Yeah. Um, Frame.io. And it's a great tool. I love it um, for most things, except I'm not able to upload an image, which sounds like such a little thing. Yeah. But I frequently come across that, especially when working with my motion graphics person, is that I want something in a very specific way and I want to upload an image so they know what I'm talking about. And what I typically end up doing is uploading it to a folder within Google Drive and then linking to it. But it's just kind of cumbersome and it's it interrupts the flow that we have going on frame.io. So uh, that's great that it's included with Whipster. Yeah, I'll send you I'll send you my affiliate link. I I think so when I said that, I think I did that. I might have sent a link, but I think I did upload an image into the comments. So, I'll double check that. I know I said that. I think it does that. I did, I didn't So I just, now I did, that I'm excited yeah. about it, you're taking it well, back. Well, <laughs> now I'm now I'm wondering did I did I actually do that? It's like something I don't do that often, so I'm trying just trying to be sure. I will test it out. I'll I'll look into it because that is my my biggest pet peeve with frame.io and maybe this is something that they're going to release soon. I know they've gotten some additional funding, so I'm assuming some of that went towards uh, additional product development, but it's just a feature that I know it seems like such a little thing, but it's something that I need pretty frequently. It may not do that, but you can add links images, but I think that's what you said before. Anyway, they should definitely add that as a feature because we're we're testing this as we speak. So, And we're already promoting it as a feature, so they should develop it if they haven't already. By the time this is, is uh, podcast is released one week from today, we will insist that they have this. That's right. See, we're pushing innovation. Um, speaking of innovation, my next one is, my next recommendation is Customthumbnails.com. Yeah. So, Dane, you are awesome at creating thumbnail images. I love the style that you've created. For me, it actually takes uh, quite a while for me to create thumbnails. And sometimes mm-hmm. I'm a, I don't even know the style that I want for the thumbnails. Yeah. I have some inspiration, but I don't exactly know what I want to do. Customthumbnails.com. It's a subscription service, although I think they also have the option just to do one thumbnail if you want to try them out. Um, but thumbnails are so important. So it's, it's really one of the most important things to entice someone to click and actually watch your video. So customthumbnails.com is great if you, um, are not creating the thumbnails yourself or you just want to save a little bit of time and have someone else do it for you. Yeah, they're very talented. 
Speaking of talented, what is your next recommendation, Dane? <laughs> da, 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 it's vidtarget.io, which is our own new platform, myself with J.C. Bouglet and Sophie Normand, my French friends and teammates from Singapore. And we have uh, built a tool called VidTarget, which helps you better target your YouTube ads to the right audience using video placements that talk about the topic that you are advertising about or channel placements or keywords. It helps you save time when you're doing your real granular targeting. And that way with a small budget, you can have a much greater target, better return for these for your niche business, so you don't have to advertise to the entire world on YouTube and and really hone in on who your customers might be. If you're interested in learning more about VidTarget, um, we actually did a whole episode about it last week, so I highly recommend checking that out. I learned a lot, so I appreciate you sharing all of your insights in that podcast, um, and it really is a tool that I think a lot of people can get value out of. Thank you. Thank you so much. And those are our 10 tools for today. My name is Dane Golden, and I'm here with my co-host. She's R-E-N-E-T-E-L-E-Y, Renee Teeley. And we want to thank you, the listener, for joining us today. Don't we, Renee? Yes, absolutely. And today, I want to leave you with a quote. As I once told my good friend, Warren Buffett, someone <laughs> is sitting in the shade today because someone planted a tree a long time ago. So don't underestimate the power of what you're doing and the impact that you can have. I, I was looking at this quote written here and I almost thought it was Jimmy Buffett. And oh, I was no. like, yeah, <laughs> sitting under a tree. That sounds more like Jimmy Buffett than Warren Buffett. But OK, they're, they're both they're both brilliant guys. Um, and I want to invite, <laughs> I want to invite you to review us on Apple podcasts. And if you, the listener can't find that review button on your podcast, click that share button instead and let your friends know that we'd also like to give them video marketing tips on this podcast. We love doing it. Renee and I do this podcast and our various other independent YouTube videos and projects because we love helping marketers and business owners just like you do youtube and video marketing better until next week here's to helping you help your customers through video